warm welcome to Meditation Jam. My name is Maria and I'm your host. And today we are going to talk about crystals. And I have a beautiful guest that is joining us via Skype. And after the interview, we go straight into the meditation. And the meditation is a lovely meditation where we connect with our past self and our future self to bring love and forgiveness. And the guest today is Christy Nathanson. And Christy is working in Massachusetts and she is a holistic healer, a Reiki teacher and a crystal healer. And I met her on a Spirit Junkie masterclass with Gabby Bernstein in New York 2016. And after that, I've kind of used her as my go-to for when I have picked up a crystal and I have no idea what it's doing or (laughs) what it's called. Then I I send her a picture and I get a a short description. And and I found Christy to, to have an easy way to explain. And she brings in both science and her knowledge and her intuition. So I'm really excited to have her join us and let's see what she has to say okay so warm welcome hi christy i'm so happy to have you joining us today hi thank you for having me it's exciting to be here yeah and you are situated in massachusetts right yes i am Mass- western massachusetts we met on a seminar in new york in 2016 Yes, Spirit Junkie Masterclass with, with uh, Gabby Bernstein. Yeah, and I remember you, was, you were telling me all about what you are doing and that you were interested in uh, crystals. Yes. And I, uh, I know that I've sent you a few questions during the years when I'm going traveling and other stuff. When I found a crystal, I know I have you to go to the <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So it's good to have that person in your pocket. You can text them really quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm just thinking, could you just tell me a little bit about what you are doing? So I, I've been a massage therapist um, for the past 16 years. Um, that's primarily how I've, I've made my living. But I actually started off as a Reiki teacher or practitioner, actually, before I became a teacher and a crystal energy healer. But quite honestly, you can't really make a living uh, being a Reiki teacher or a crystal energy healer. So I became a massage therapist. It was a uh, just seemed like a more natural segue. And that's pretty much what I've been doing and, you know, working away, working with my clients, trying to serve as much as I can. And uh, yeah. Yeah, so you've been doing this for 16 years. You can say that you it's quite a long time and it's you started yep. a bit earlier than because now it's like a oh, much it's more Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you you were like already into it when it started to boom. Yeah, I mean, as a kid I was always into rocks. I just Yeah. You know, I was the kid that always had rocks in their pockets. My mom had to check <laughs> before she threw them into the wash because it would ruin her washing machine. <laughs> But it wasn't until I was, I was in my early twenties and I had met my, my now husband and we were following the Grateful Dead around and around the, you know, the U S and if no one knows who the Grateful Dead is, they were, um, they're an alternative rock band from the sixties. Oh, I do. uh, I do actually. Yeah. Yeah. So I followed around for about five years and that's when I really started getting into crystals. You know, a lot of people that follow the Grateful Dead around are my my kind of people, you know, they, they yep. have crystals, they're into all natural. And so that's where I actually purchased some of my first crystals 
and I still have them as a matter of fact. And do you remember what your first one was? My very first crystal was a clear quartz pendant that my husband actually purchased for me as a birthday gift. And I love this pendant. Um, And it was just one of these things that I I had to wear it all the time. And I got so many compliments on it. And then it broke. The crystal itself didn't break, but it was wrapped in wire. And the wire, because I'd worn it so much, it just like rotted through and broke. I actually had it rewrapped by a professional. And uh, this person was actually, they wrapped jewelry, but they would have a conversation with the jewelry at the same time. Yeah. And apparently my crystal was very unhappy with being in this, you know, wrapped up in this cage of wire and that it busted oh. itself out. So it's now a much more open pendant that I actually had forgotten that I had and just started thinking about it a few days ago and I found it and um, it's currently cleaning right now. It's being cleaned, sitting in the sun, getting charged. And it's still a lovely lovely piece of jewelry that I love to wear because it was my first piece and it was the piece that got the journey going. That's so interesting because you just said something that I never even thought about how the crystal wants to live their home or you know they didn't want to be bundled up in this um, thread it wanted to break free and I just keep my crystals in a in a bowl (laughs) or in a bag or some is out and some are not. (laughs) Yeah well it's something you have to experience. Like I didn't know when I first bought it that you could actually have a conversation with them and they would tell you you what they wanted. But the more um, I explored and the more I educated myself, it became very apparent that these are, they are, I mean, crystals continue to grow, even if they've been broken off or if they broke off naturally from a, a cluster, the cluster continues to grow. The crystal continues to grow. Not in an obvious way, I'm, you know, I'm sure if you did like photography over like a 10 year period of time and you put it all together in one of those quick little videos, yeah. you see that, it, you know, oh, it actually did grow, you know? So yeah, they are, they're living beings. Oh, that's amazing. Are you self-taught or do you, have you gone, are there any like courses you can take in this area or? So initially, you know, 20 years ago, there was mm-hmm. really not a whole lot out there. So you, yeah. you pretty much had to teach yourself. The, there were not that many books. Um, there were a few people out there who are still around that, you know, they were the first people to get going on this. I went to a crystal conference in 2000 and there is a woman, her name is Nasia Ajian, and she has since changed her name to something else. And I can't remember what it is. Yeah. Um, she teaches an actual course. I believe it's called Crystal Resonance Healing really amazing font of information. I've just never taken any of her classes. Yeah. But the person I took my class with, um, her name is Paulette Richard O'Rourke. And she's semi-retired now. She actually developed a whole system behind using crystals, which is actually pretty cool. um, But it also allows you to have a lot of your own a lot of your own spin on things, if you will. Okay. Yeah. Which is nice, you know. But yep. there, there are definitely, I would say, like in the last 10 years, there has been an explosion in books and courses. You know, really, I think it boils down to who do you resonate with? Yeah. But you're not going to jive with everybody as far as how they teach a course. And, and um, you know, and I think we all have gifts to bring to the table. We all have our own way of working with them. And I think we can all benefit from each other's knowledge. 
Yeah, of course. That leads us to how are you working with the crystals in your daily work? I am totally surrounded by crystals all the time in my office. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's interesting how I work with them here in my office. I don't really have too many people that come into my office and say, hey, I want a crystal, I want a crystal energy healing today and I want you to do a layout of stones. Like that doesn't really seem to happen very often. So, you know, I'm just really careful how I use them. But one of the things that I always have going here in my office is a salt lamp. Okay. And, the, and that that's like a conversation starter for a lot of people. They're like, oh, I see these things everywhere. And you know, what do they do? And that's a great way to sort of introduce people into the world of crystals. I'm going to assume that you probably have seen salt lamps. Yeah. Um, they're amazing. They release negative ions, which negate the positive ions that we're releasing all the time. I call yeah. them happy lamps because um, they just they just make your room feel happy and you know more just more healthy in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I think because of the way my office is laid out, the effects of the crystals affect my clients. Yeah. You know, it affects the energy here in my office space. I would say probably ninety nine percent of my clients that come in my door, the first time they come in, one of the first things they ever say when they walk in the door is, "Oh my gosh, I love this space." <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's really nothing special. I mean, to be perfectly honest with you, I mean, I have no pictures on my walls. I mean, they're very plain. Everything is very simple, except in my actual office. It's you know where I do my work is yeah. um, little, little crazy pants, but plants and crystals everywhere. <laughs> but I, I think that layout, though, I think is um, very powerful without having to do anything specific. Yeah. Okay. Does that answer your question? Yeah, definitely. So okay. it's, they they bring the the good vibes into the work and the yeah. yeah yeah. So so can you feel that sometimes if you have a client or a customer, do you feel like okay, beforehand or when they are there that I need to bring this crystal in or I should have I should have these crystals just in the room? That's a great question. You know, sometimes I can be working on a client because I'm also a medium. You know, a lot of times when I'm working with a client, I you know this little voice will just pop into my head and say, oh, you need to use, you need to add in X crystal or that crystal. You need yeah. to add this in. You know, and I will. And a lot of times it's just placing it under the table in, in the approximate area of where I'm being guided. But sometimes yeah. I'm working with a client and it's like, oh, um, I think we need to really, we need to, we actually need to put this stone on you. Like you need it on your skin. We need to yeah. do this. You know, and I don't question it. I just, just do it. And my clients don't typically question me either. They, they know I do some weird stuff sometimes, but it always works. So yeah, <laughs> they know what I'm doing. Um, and sometimes too, even before someone gets there, you know, gets to me, you know, sometimes I'll get that little intuitive hit. And it's like, oh, you know, we need to do such and such. You, know, you need to break out the rose quartz today because somebody's having a really, really rough time emotionally or whatever and needs that extra support. So yeah, so I'll do that. That's, that's nice to have that part of um, your work as well too, the, the intuitive Part. Absolutely. It, it helps me in so many situations. It's really, it's really helped tremendously, especially when you have a client, you're just like, I don't know, like, I don't know how to fix this. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, yeah, that little voice will pop in and say, Hey, you need to do this. So that's, it's, yeah. It's oh, that's lovely. Guy. So uh, when I travel around the world on my energy journeys and or just personal journeys, sometimes yeah. I always like to buy or maybe sometimes I find stones yeah. and bring them home. And I don't have this knowledge. I, they just speak to me in the shop or mm -hmm. on the beach or where I find yeah. them. And then I've heard that it's good to cleanse the stone 
when when you bring it into your home and how do you do that and should I do that though I absolutely should always cleanse cleanse them or clean them we call it and there's a number of different ways that that it can be done and it's whatever works best for you the most popular is using sage where you like sage you get the smoke and you just sort of you know you put the stone and you kind of waft the smoke around it you can also use mugwort Um, that's been one of my new favorites lately Palo Santo. Now, the thing with Palo Santo and white sage is there's becoming some issues with with scarcity and overuse. And there's been a lot of discussion in certain forums about, you know, people who are not certain ethnic backgrounds should maybe not be using these. And I'm not going to get into that argument (laughs) with you. Because there are just, there are so many different ways. And a lot of times too, it, it really depends on what your intent, like in certain situations, Palo Santo might be the best option for whatever it is you're trying to do. But I personally, I go with definitely use sage, Palo Santo. You can use any herbs or flowers. A new th- are you familiar with Robert Reeves from Australia? No. Okay. Well, he's this amazing guy out of Australia. He, um, he developed flower therapy. I took one of his trainings and something that he does to clear his crystals is using a bowl of flower petals. He has a thing for white roses because white roses really clear negativity and whatnot, but any flowers will do. Um, And you just fill up the bowl of flowers, put your crystals in there. I have been experimenting with that and it's a softer energy to it. It, it does the exact yeah. same thing. It's just a little softer. And I, I think my crystals are a little sparklier. I could just be imagining things, but, um, you know, I like to read, I like to experiment with these things when I come across, you know, other ways of people clearing their crystals. Yeah. And, and really what that means is you're just clearing each crystal has a particular assigned job of what it's capable of doing. Yeah. But they also accumulate everybody else's crap. And really, that's what clearing is doing. It's clearing everybody else's crap out of it. So that's essentially what you're doing, is you're just clearing everybody else's stuff off of that stone, off of that crystal. And then what you can do is you can sit in meditation, with, yeah. which I highly recommend. Sitting in meditation with the stone, just kind of feeling its energy. If you have the stone and you're using it for a particular reason, like cinnabar is really great for adding, like if you're in retail and you want more money in your cash register, cinnabar uh-huh. stone that you would put in, you'd either put it on your register or in the drawer to, you know, to attract more money, but you could sit in meditation with it, you know, like, okay, um, I would really, and I'm just totally goofing on this. I would really like to have $5,000 more in my register this week, you know, yeah. <laughs> and you're sitting with, with the stone and you're, you're just sort of trying to put that intention behind it. Can I put it in my pocket as well and say, I would like yeah, to have absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. there, There's all different sorts of stones for abundance and, and attraction. Yeah. With working with your crystals, it's about having a relationship with them. In crystal energy healing, we have pendulums that we use for checking if chakras are open or closed, are they clogged? Or if we're using it to clear an entity from someone from a particular, either on the physical level, the mental level, the emotional level. It's very important that the healer has a relationship with their pendulums. Otherwise the pendulum doesn't really work well. I have discovered that myself. I forgot about one of my pendulums in a drawer (laughs) and I, and I realized I'm like, Oh, I need this for, you know, working with this client. And I pulled it out of the drawer. And let me tell you, I, 
I probably spent half a day trying to get this thing to talk to me. I mean, it was, it was actually really pissed that I had ignored it. Oh <laughs> yeah. And so it yeah. was like, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to literally was not answering questions. It was completely ignoring me. Yeah. And, and it was a lesson in, Oh yeah, I have to, I have to work with these guys or they, yeah, send them some love now and then too. <laughs> yeah, love, exactly, exactly. And, and you know, and then sometimes I go looking for a crystal, and I'm like, okay, I know I put it here because I have them organized in a certain way. Yeah, and it's not there anymore. And it's like, what did it do? Grow legs and walk away? Well, they kind of do. They'll just disappear on you. Um, oh, that's so funny. Yeah, it, it's pretty funny. And you're like, well, where the hell did it go? And you, they're just they're gone. And it's, and that's generally, the stone has done its work of whatever yeah. it was it had to do. And it's moved on. That's yeah. really, it's lovely. It's, I, it's just so magical and amazing. It is. It's magical yeah. and weird at the same time. <laughs> mm, yeah, 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 yeah. So have you had any like uh, strong experience with any uh, crystals that stayed with you that you want to share or? Absolutely. Moldavite. Moldavite, it's a beautiful green, but it comes from outer space. You can only find it in Russia and the the theory, well, I should say the, the story behind it is that it's a meteor that crashed in somewhere out in Eastern Russia somewhere. Yeah. It's one of those stones that because it's from out of space, my guides basically tell me to stay away from it. There, there are some elements to Moldavite that, that human beings, we don't know what they are. Like we, we can't identify what they are Yeah, and they're not necessarily good for us or we just don't know how to work with them at this point but anytime I am near Moldavite I get an instantaneous migraine and I have a a really good friend who gave me this beautiful Celtic knot pendant and it has a tiny little piece of Moldavite in it and you can't wear it I can't wear it I'm like I I force myself to wear it periodically like when I see her because it's beautiful like I love this necklace yeah, and, but it, it gives me this awful, awful headache. Yeah, I'm like sick to my stomach for a few days afterwards. And so oh. I, I do believe that there is, I mean, it's a powerful stone and people that work with it are like totally jazzed up about using it. But I know of so many more people that have had really bad experiences with them, like yeah. out-of-body experiences and just my personal experience. I'm, I stay away from Moldavite. Um, yeah I'm thinking that maybe it could it be like the vibration there is so high or not high but it's it's just not vibing with it's um, it's a yeah it's a good question I do think that yeah it's it could be that it's just so high vibe that it just you know I my body just can't handle it I'm already high vibe but it's just yeah this is like woo way higher um but I also think too that my guides are right that there's that there's some component to this that we have not identified Mm. And we don't know what it is. And mm. I'm pretty sure my guides know what it is, but they're not going to tell me. <laughs> because, yeah, yeah. And that's um, so nice that they are just protecting you by giving you the headache. Absolutely. absolutely. You stay away from it. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to avoid it altogether. So until yeah. you fully identify what it is and what it does, yeah, just, you know, be, yeah. be cautious. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking, I, um, I know I've asked you before different uses of the um, crystals. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm just thinking because I'm all about opening our pure heart and opening yeah. the heart chakra. Is there, a, is there a crystal you would recommend for, is it the rose quartz or? Rose quartz, baby. Number one. Yeah. yeah, rose quartz. I mean, it's 
it's an awesome stone because number one, it's it's a quartz and quartz mm-hmm. is a master healer. But it and so is amethyst and so is carnelian. They're all quartz, but it's the colors from the different gases that get trapped inside of it. And with rose quartz, obviously, the gases that are trapped in it give it that lovely, lovely pink color. Yeah. Um, typically, the heart chakra is um, a green, in which case you could do like a green aventurine or even a malachite. But I personally, in my experience, the rose quartz has been the creme de la creme when it comes to dealing with heart issues, self-love, loving others, and healing because you're getting that from the yeah. quartz. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, if you were to go travel, say you're doing and uh, crossing the Atlantic on the yeah. plane or something, would you so, recommend any? Yeah, that's an interesting one because it depends on if you're astral traveling or traveling in the physical plane. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking the physical. <laughs> uh, I know a lot of people that like to astral travel, and I I usually recommend like a blue lace agate, uh, which is okay. really really nice. But sodalite is also a really good one. Sodalite's got a little bit more of a weight behind it to really yeah. kind of anchor you in. So it's so those I would recommend those because you tend to get a little lost and a little spacey when you're traveling. You kind of lose yeah. track of time, yeah. and yeah. so I think you know having something like you know, like sodalite or blue lace agate are really really good choices for helping keep you on your target on your, yeah, on your path. Nice. Yeah. 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 And periods of time, we all, I think, have issues with sleeping, especially around full moon. Oh, <laughs> or oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do, you, yeah. do you have any stone to, to take with us into bed to <laughs> uh, sleep better? Yeah. Well, so that's all about, like, sleeping better. Amethyst is really probably one of the best ones you could have. Um, okay. You know, amethyst is great for helping you sleep better. It balances out all of your chakras. It also, it's a great cleaner for all of your crystals. So if you had like, yeah. So if you had a chunk of amethyst, you know, like by your bedside and say you wore, you know, like crystal earrings and a crystal necklace during the day, you just put them right next to that amethyst. The amethyst is actually going to clear any, anything that you picked up during the day. Oh, Um, that's great. Yeah. 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 Amethyst is great in meditation. Yeah. Amethyst is, um, it's also, um, pretty good for fighting addictions. Like, That's great. Amethyst is like kind of like the all-purpose kind of crystal. Yeah. You, you really can't go wrong with amethyst. I worked in a in a new age store about 20 years ago. It was like the only one in the area. Like they had you know everything, tarot cards and books and and crystals and and my boss had a, a little dish that she would keep by the door with a little sign that said "Take one for free." And oh, yeah. it always amazed me. Like I always loved watching people like dig through this bowl and like what were they what were they going what little treasure were they looking for? Yeah. And, and it was always interesting. Like little kids always went for like the light pink and the blue and the sparkly. Like people really go for sparkly. Yeah. Um, but then there would be that one random person who would pick out the obsidian or the Apache tear or a piece of jet. And it's like, wow, that's kind of interesting. Like never would have thought they would have picked that one out. That's a pretty heavy stone because crystals are made from minerals. And, and we are also made from minerals. I sometimes think that our higher self and our physical bodies know what we need, even though we don't know about it on the conscious level. Yeah. And even though we think we're attracted from our visual senses to a particular stone, I think it's much more than that. I think it's like, it's such a deep 
hidden level inside of us that that our body actually needs whatever minerals that stone is made out of. And mm. that's why we're attracted to it. And I think at some point we might have science and testing equipment to a point where we can maybe test that theory. <laughs> mm -hmm. But it, it's a bit like I think when I have a craving of something, whether yeah. it's um, in any kind of food, and then I read about what that food is good for you. And mm -hmm. it's like, okay, I understand why I had the craving for that. Yeah. And I'm sure it's the same with the crystals. Yeah, absolutely. You just yeah. need, you just feel that it's good for you. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So we talked about there was some crystals that were good for a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. There are, yeah. There, are, there are a lot of crystals that do a lot of different, a lot of different things. And amethyst happens to be one of those. Yeah. Um, What's your favorite well, at the moment? I think my favorite right at the moment, I've been working with Vogels a lot, which a Vogel is, it's clear quartz. Yeah. But it's been shaped with either H. 12 or I think 20 facets or sides to it. And it was invented by Marcel Vogel who worked for IBM for, oh God, almost 30 years. Yeah. And he worked, he actually invented crystal luminescence. Um, he worked a lot with crystals. Crystals are like tape recorders. Crystals are used in watches, computers, and televisions. Oh. Um, because they amplify information, they can send information, they can record information. Not all crystals can be a Vogel. It has to be a perfectly clear quartz in order to be cut into this Vogel. But basically what it does is that this particular shape really focuses the intention. It's like, oh. it's like the superpower bazooka laser. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, crystals can be cut into different shapes and essentially it's, it's what we call sacred geometry. And in sacred geometry, really, really all it's sacred geometry does is focus energy and each shape has a particular focus behind it. That's interesting. It's like the shape of a heart or squares or there's all different sorts of shapes in crystals. And it, it, it really just sort of depends on what your intention is. And just again, maybe just feel your way and see what your yeah. body tells you. Yeah, yeah, feel your way. I mean, you know, like there's a there's an actual book by Judy Hall called The Crystal Prescription. This is one of my favorites. Sometimes you know, I'll have someone who comes in and I just won't know what to use. And I'll pull out that book and I'll start flipping through whatever the issue is. And, you know, and I'll, I'll read what is recommended. I'm like, yeah, mm, I'm not feeling that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, I don't think so. That's not, yeah, I don't think that's a good choice. You learn to trust your gut over, over time. Yeah, that's really nice. And uh, just that they, they speak so loud when we allow ourselves to listen. That's really what it's about is listening and just quieting down the noise. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So is there anything else you'd like to add before we go to the um, standard five questions? Oh, you know, I just, I love crystals and I, you know, I love to share this knowledge with people. And if I am putting together, I'm in the process of putting together an, an entire course to do online and I oh. will be ready. I'll be ready for some beta testers in the, the next month or so. So if anyone is interested in being a beta tester for this course, 
it's free to be a beta tester. You just have to promise and solemnly swear to give me feedback <laughs> so, that, <laughs> so that I can tweak and fix it so that when I do sell it, it's exactly what people want. Yeah, I'm sure that there are a lot of people who like to do that. How do they get in contact with you? Should I do that via Facebook or? Yeah, yeah, just DM me, you know, in Facebook and I'll get back to you and I'll add you onto the list. And when I'm ready to let it roll, I'll, I'll alert everyone. For all my listeners, I will link Christy's um, Facebook page and also your home, your web page, even though it's yeah. not fully done. Yeah, even though it's not fully working yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but your Facebook are, so you, that's a good start. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Good start. good start. Yeah, okay. So, so then we go into the five questions with different perspectives. And this is just for all my guests who are answering these questions, just to get the different perspectives from where everyone is coming. And, and um, as you know, my mission is to ignite our pure heart so we can hear our inner voice with all its wisdom and joy. And um, I think there are several roads to get to that destination. So in the line, what you have been working with and maybe also experienced thing, I'm sure that you also think it's important for you to stay grounded and balanced. But I'm also sure that you've had some days when you don't feel yeah. <laughs> grounded yeah. and balanced. Yeah. So, so what's, what's your number, what's your go-to trick to connect to your inner voice? And can you tell when you're not, you know, aligned? I actually have two of them. Usually at the end of my day, my the best way for me to just get out of my own way and just quiet down is I, I take a shower every night and I just wash away everything from the day that has worked for me. The nights, you know, those rare nights when I don't take a shower, when I get home, I sleep like crap. And that's really where I have like my best downloading is like in the shower. Like oh, really, wow. I know this yeah. sounds so weird and you, I could seriously like waste like 45 minutes in the shower. So I have had to put a clock in the shower so I don't do yeah. that. <laughs> Um, it's bad for the environment to waste that much water, but yeah, it's, it's like, as soon as I take the shower and I've washed the bad juju from the day off of me, you know, I just take a few deep cleansing breaths and it's like, bam, it's like, I start downloading information like very, very quickly. Do you set your intention to, um, wash the day off or do you uh, just, it just happens anyway? It just happens anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just happens mm-hmm. anyway. Um, But sometimes when I do go in with a very specific intention, it happens like almost instantly. Like, as I'm like in the midst of like washing off, like, okay, can I I just get rinsed first before this starts happening? (laughs) Um, Throughout my day, I'm actually, I'm a knitter, which kind of seems like so at odds with what I'm doing, you know, using my hands all day, you know, on people to be knitting, but there's something very methodical about knitting, you know, Mm -hmm. the clicking of the needles and that systematic, it's just repetitive and when I'm really struggling to channel something or to work out something, I find yeah. that if I sit and I knit, like just in quiet by myself and I get into that rhythm and my brain's no longer involved with it, it's like all of a sudden it's like, oh, here comes the information yeah. and it just starts coming and coming and coming and coming. And I've been able to work out some really complicated issues just by, you know, sitting and just knitting. So those are my, my two go-tos. I can always tell when I'm not grounded because I tend to be, I have ADHD and I was never medicated. So what yeah. I know, so I know when I'm like totally scatterbrained and like crazy pants <laughs> <laughs> and 
and my eczema is out of control. It's like, oh, oh, we need to wrangle this in a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's good, though, to notice it. And, and I'm sure we all like that because, we, I mean, we meditate and, and we feel yeah. good. And then sometimes we just don't. <laughs> yeah, you follow the wagon with meditation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, you do. Yeah. I mean, you try to do it every single day, but then, you know, life happens. And, and Exactly, and yeah. Forget about it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I got to do that thing again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, and I also think that sometimes it's hard to differ. Is this uh, my inner voice speaking or is this something that my ego really wants? Right, right. Yeah. And have you experienced that? And how, how, can, oh, you, yeah. how can you do to tell the difference? I turn into Miss Bossy Pants. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I know my ego is like really just out of control. Um, oh. I do try to stay in kind of a subjective place and I have this really good friend that I, I talk to just about every day. And when I'm in that space where I just really, I haven't been meditating regularly and things aren't working out well, you know, or the way that I had intended or planned and blah, blah, blah. And I'll just get into like this mode and I'm like, okay, you should do this. You should do that. And then she'll be like, okay, Miss Bossy Pants, you haven't been meditating, have you? Yeah, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> So she, she was actually the one that pointed out to me that when I'm not, when I'm not on the wagon meditating, I turn into Miss Bossy Pants, you know, and I'm well-intended in my bossiness because I'm, <laughs> I, I get into like problem solving mode, but yeah, uh, she's like, yeah, you, you kind of get a little bossy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit of a turn off, but yeah. So I've learned when I start, I can almost kind of like hear it myself, you know, and I'll say something I'm like, Oh, am I in bossy pants mode? You know, life is a journey and it's, yeah. it's about, you know, we're not perfect. Mm. We're all going to make mistakes and it's just learning from those mistakes as long as we can recognize them and then yeah. get back up on the wagon and do your best to, to stay on that wagon. <laughs> yeah, we hear our voice. Right now, I've just made this um, ebook package talking about showing up to life because sometimes we know what's good for us. We, we have heard our voice, but we still don't do it. Because yeah. it could be could be hard. It could be tough decisions and other things that blocking us. And can you think of any great example when you followed your voice, even though your head might have said, why are you wanting to move in this direction more? Yeah, right now. Uh, <laughs> so the launching of my crystal course uh, has been, my heart knows that this is the right thing to do. But my brain has just, it's my ego saying, what the hell are you doing? This is mm -hmm. not going to, you know, this is, this is not where you're going to be making your money. You know, you have bills to pay. You've been a massage therapist for 16 years. You have, you know, hundreds of clients. They love you. How could you do this? And da, 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 da. I've just sort of had to just ignore it. I'm just, I'm learning to just tune that voice out because it's the mm. ego. Like that's a fear-based thought process. And I've kind of been stuck in that fear-based thought process for the past couple of years. I've allowed myself to be there. Um, because of there have been some other personal things that have been going on that have yeah. really have taken a lot of my focus away from my business. But being safe is not necessarily making me happy. So it's, you know, it's a balance. I'm doing what my heart wants me to do. And I'm doing a little bit of what my, my brain's telling me to do because I still got to pay my bills. So it's, it's trying to find that nice balance between the two. But mm. not doing anything is not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that I think now also with these energies when when we are not following the voice then it kind of hits us harder from another direction yeah yeah just absolutely. in the body not feeling good that's exactly it that's exactly what happens and so I'm just really trying to sit with that and there has to be a good balance between the two because obviously you know the ego kind of keeps us safe too you know not getting yeah, 
car and you know, all that across the street. But yet at the same token, I can't allow it to keep me from doing, you know, and taking the steps that I need to take to get to where I want to be. Yeah. There are a lot of people out there that teach courses on crystals and everyone's got their own way of doing it. Yeah. Um, and I have my way of doing it. You know, I, yep. I believe in there's a lot of science behind it. And there's also some woo-woo behind it. And I think that the two can be synergized. Yeah. And I and I think you can make it fun and informative without it being boring. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, to your working with crystals. On, and that's so great with online because you can go all over the world. Yeah. And I think a lot of people too like to like to learn these things in their own pace. So yeah. and I think yeah. being able to do something like that makes it much better for people and much more palatable. All the best luck to this. Thanks. <laughs> and, and talking about luck, and, and we are then the next question about gratitude, because that's kind of um, a way to inspire luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, gratitude. The attitude of gratitude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we know that it's a, a good way to create more moments in life that we enjoy. Yeah. And sometimes we forget it. Yeah. Uh, and especially maybe we forget to be grateful to ourselves and what we have right. been doing and are doing. So do you have any tip to see or accept our own beautiful part in the flow of life? Well, we're on this earth for a very short period of time. And we spend a, we tend to spend a lot of time focused on things that we don't need to be focused on. And mm. and I think a lot of times too, we're, we're racing towards perfection and there's no such thing. Yeah. So we just have to learn to accept ourselves warts and all. And when you accept yourself, warts and all, I think that does give you a sense of gratitude, gratitude mm. and grace. I think I think that's another thing, grace. Like we just yeah, don't yeah. To have enough of that, mm. unless there's tragedy, you know. Mm. And then all of a sudden, you see the good parts of humanity coming out. And it's unfortunate that it, you know we have to be reminded through tragedy and yeah. loss that that oh yeah, you know, being grateful for your family. Tomorrow is never promised to any of us, so we need to be mm. grateful today. Show the people that you love, that you love them, you know, mm. every day. With that being said, there are days that some people just really try your patience. <laughs> you know, and it's really yeah. hard, but that's yeah. part of being a spiritual being, having a human experience. Um, of course. I mean, it wouldn't be any fun sitting in a cave and just uh, right, meditating. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, because you yeah. Need, we, we need to interact and, uh, right, and try right. what we yeah. learn. And I, I think sometimes we, and we all do, we all get lost in our own crap and we just wallow in it. And I personally find that when I'm in a space like that, I find that if I go out and I, if I just help somebody else, you know, yeah. oh, whatever, yeah. you know, whether it's, you know, helping them move or just listening to their problems or whatever it is, where it's just not thinking about whatever my crap is, hmm. it gets you out of your own way. Hmm. And when you're helping somebody else. You are actually helping yourself. You always feel, I mean, at least I do. I always feel better when I've helped someone out of a jam or helped them with a problem or support or supported them in some way that they couldn't support themselves. Even if I'm having a crap day, it always makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah. That, that's a good thing. It, it's a good way also to, to just keep the good energy up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So then it takes us into the, the last of the five questions, because we, mm -hmm. all, as we said, we all have ups and downs. And yep. when, when do you feel the most connected to the flow of life and the joy and uh, how does it show up for you? I would say out in nature. Yeah. You know, when I'm outside, especially when I'm out in the mountains and in the, in the forests, mm -hmm. I, I'm not really a beach person, but I always feel really renewed when I've been up in the mountains. And I think maybe it's just because I'm, I do work with crystals so much, you know, that, yeah. that yeah. That's, you know, it's part of the mountains and, but forests too, 
like I just I love trees and trees do talk to each other and it just feels like when you're in the forest you know smelling you know nice damp earth and yeah it's just so renewing and rejuvenating I always just feel really shiny yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, you know, that's, that's a great different. way to describe it. Yeah. 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 You just be really mm. shiny, you know, mm. and it's just really uplifting. I mean, getting out in nature is, I think it's really important. And I think when you have a lot of people that live in cities that don't get out into nature enough, the little tiny neighborhood parks is, is key to connecting back to the earth. You know, yeah. And isn't that funny? Because I'm almost certain that everyone I'm going to ask this question is going to say nature. And yeah. we have it, but we take it, not, not everybody, but a lot of people take it for uh, granted and just yeah. don't see it as this amazing healer. Oh, it is. Yeah. So is there anything else you'd like to add? No, I think that's it. <laughs> I think we yeah. have the bases. Yeah. I, I'm so happy that you joined. And uh, so happy hope- you asked me. Yeah, and I hope that um, anyone who is wanting to join your beta group, did you call it that, beta group? Yeah, it's a beta group, yeah. yeah. They can um, they can just message me on Facebook, Christy. Yeah. yeah, I should have it going probably within the next month or so. I'm still working a few kinks out. I'm just really excited to get that going. Yeah, and now we will have a little bit of push from people saying if we want to join. <laughs> right? right? <laughs> the they're waiting, they're waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so thank you so much for joining. Oh, thank you for having me. Please get seated with your back straight and your palms up, or if you're lying down, your palms up. And let's do some meditation jam. And we start by taking three deep breaths. Then imagine that there is a pillar of red healing earth energy that is coming from Mother Earth and it's going up through you and around you, covering your body inside and out and continuing up and out into the sky and the universe. And we now have this red healing Earth energy keeping us grounded on this journey. Then imagine that there is a similar pillar of divine bright light, a universal energy that is coming from above and it's going down through you and around you, covering your body inside and out and continuing down into Mother Earth. And we now have this universal energy keeping us balanced on this journey. And we take another deep breath. Now imagine that you are standing outside in nature. Just by a mountain. 
it could be some mountain that you know whatever comes up for you let that be the right image right now and we are standing firmly on the ground looking at this mountain this beautiful massive energy going from earth up into the sky and it's a beautiful day or night and we are standing here in front of this massive mountain getting acquainted maybe you start to feel a vibration coming from the center of the mountain as well as the center of you It's like the vibration is one totally harmonized moving together vibration we are being drawn into this massive beautiful stable mountain we are being pulled through energetic body effortless joyful feels like there is a purpose there is a destination even though we have no clue of where that is and the more we enter the more we are being pulled into going through this mountain the more comfortable we feel, our 
your body is relaxing, feeling at home, feeling seen, heard, appreciated. taken care of. Like something elder that only has our highest interest that is surrounding us, our energy as we move to the center where it is like an energetic space that is lit up from below coming from Mother Earth strong light, strong energy, that is going all the way through the mountain and out, out through the top, out into the sky, out into the universe, like a beam of light. We are in the middle of this, just breathing, almost like our body is being cleared being cleansed without us doing anything but listening and following this journey and as we are center of the mountain, at the center of the light from Mother Earth that is going through, there is a door in front of you. whatever image comes up be the right one for you and if nothing then don't worry know that your energy is doing this for you just by you being here listening to this and if you can 
can see or feel or sense a door. See if you can see any details. The size. The color. Maybe the intensity. isn't the door at all, maybe it's just a portal. And we now have the possibility, if we like, to walk through to open the door or maybe you can just walk through and if you don't feel like doing it you can always come back and do this later there is no pressure there is no right or wrong there is only flow and light through we are walking into this beautiful large space or infinite space almost like a universe of ourselves or ourselves from all our ages throughout time and we have the opportunity to send love forgiveness hope joy to ourselves throughout time. Because we can see like a proud parent that we have been through struggles. or other lifetimes and we can now forgive and release any energy that is put upon us from this
seeing that we no longer need to have this energy in our life. see yourself throughout the times not to worry your energy is still doing this for you and maybe you see many varieties of yourself or maybe you see some specific and we let whatever comes up be the right image right here and now without controlling or pushing and this is a space filled with love and forgiveness it's a space filled with hope prosperity breathing as we are moving through ourselves throughout the ages filling us up with love Letting go of old stories no longer working for our system, for our new energy, no longer fitting into this new way of life. love and forgiveness and beautiful energy into our past, our past selves. We turn and see the beautiful light of our future self and we fill this light with this beautiful loving energy that we have connected with from Mother Earth and this mountain and we fill our future self with this strength and stability 
like this mountain. And maybe you see your future light expand, intensify. lighter maybe in different colors or one color maybe you hear it or sense it and we send this fulfilling and content love to our future Everything is connected. There is no time. There is only now. And the feeling we not have now. is the feeling of the future peaceful, joyful loving and excited breathing in this this feeling of being content right here right now Take another deep breath. And if you like, you can set your intention to bring this with you, this connection into your day, your life. And we slowly start to Turn back into the space where we started. And we give thanks to Mother Earth and Father Universe and our higher self for joining us today. And you can start to come fully back into your body. Start to move your hands, your feet, your neck. Maybe clap your hands and stamp your feet and I thank you for listening. So welcome back. 
I hope you enjoy that and I found that energy to be so solid and loving and I just had this big smile all the way. I couldn't help myself <laughs> but at the same time it was a beautiful feeling of fulfillment and just peace. If you fell asleep, which is perfectly fine because just by you being here listening to this, the energy is igniting your body with this. So if you fall asleep or if you are thinking about something else, that is fine. But if you did, then what we did was we connected to a mountain and we went into the center where we connected with the light from Mother Earth that went up and out into the sky and the universe. And in this space, there was an opening like a door or a portal that we had the opportunity to walk through. And as always, you can always say no and you can come back and do it when you feel ready. And if you said yes, we went into this space where we met ourselves from the past. And I'm sure some of you maybe saw yourself during this lifetime and others maybe from other lifetimes. But the, but the energy there was from ourselves through all, all of our lifetimes and ages. And what we did was we sent to our past, we sent an energy of forgiveness and of love and hope. And I don't know about you, but I could just feel my shoulders relax every time I took a breath in this and every time... I could see that this energy of forgiveness and love and hope went through my past, kind of strengthened my present. So that was a beautiful feeling. And then we just shifted our focus and then we saw our future selves in the same way. And here we also had the opportunity to infuse us with love and excitement and peacefulness and stability into our future and for me that feeling was a lot lighter and almost like the future selves were shimmering and um, dancing around (laughs) so a really really nice nice image I, I think and I feel that the energy we've been working with here was for us to release a lot from our past and release it in the way that we acknowledge it and we forgive it and release it so that we don't have to bring that story with us yet again and it can be stories we've been bringing with us from this life or other lifetimes and it can be stories that we are aware of or some that we are not aware of so that's the beauty of this as well when the energy is working it goes deep and it goes beyond our conscience so it's not like we have to think okay I forgive this episode or that episode because just by us being there doing this working with this uh, energy it went straight through without us having to think about it and by that we become lighter and by that we enhance our future selves and I sometimes find this a bit strange to talk about because there is no time but still we are talking about the past and the future and but we are always in the now and the now is all that we have but 
since we are still thinking in a linear, uh, linear way, I think talking about the past and the future is the way to describe it so that we kind of understand it in our minds. And our minds still to have some (laughs) understanding of what is going on so that it can relax and um, follow our body, our highly intelligent body more easily. So I also hope you enjoyed the um, interview. And for all of you that want to get in contact with Christine, there is a link below this podcast or on my Facebook page with her name to her Facebook And if you are just a little bit interested in crystals and to know more about it, I highly recommend that you contact Christine to sign up to her beta class or maybe for her to keep you on the loop of what she is doing in the future. And it doesn't have to be that you are going to work with crystals, it could just be for your private interest. To, um, to get to know more and I know that I'm, I find the, the world of crystals it's so uh, like magic for me and I'm just barely scratching the surface so it's always interesting to hear from people who have more knowledge in this. For me it's more like they speak to me and then I get drawn to them and I listen but I don't know their names or <laughs> their um, named qualities so that's always fun to hear from from someone who who do know this and recently i've finished an ebook that is called show up to life and it's energy from my energy adventure to uh, france in 2015 and this energy has been uh, pushing me all since the end of last year like it's been pushing me to write this ebook and it's about 50 pages so it's not too long and it contains five meditations and there are tools and information and of course igniting energy behind the whole book and the meditations and I felt it pushed me to get it out because we are stepping into this year that is all about action and also the this decade that is all about action so I can understand (laughs) that I've been pushed from my inner light to bring this out and the energy is about showing up to life because we can read good books about different techniques we can meditate and we can have beautiful pictures and quotes and feel that we know what to do but then if we still don't do it then it's like we are telling the energy to back down a bit because we are not listening anyway so if we want to stay in the flow if we want to move with this new way of life that is moving faster and faster then we also need to show that we are willing and ready to do this and I know that it's not always easy so I found this energy that I picked up in France to be very helpful the energy I was working with there was an energy of male energy that I picked up like the pure true essence of male energy that is so important that we have both female and male energies balanced within us or yin and yang if you like to call it that to get away from uh, thinking that it's a female or a male it's so important that we have both within us because when we have them balanced then we can create and flow from a more stable platform without resistance And then we also connected to an energy of youth and 
we removed obstacles and I should also say that the area I was visiting was an area that is known for the stories of Merlin and uh, King Arthur. It's a Celtic vibe and everywhere I went there was this beautiful fairy energy as well as this strong male presence. And we also work with clearing our third eye chakra in this ebook because when we are showing up to life it is important that we have our vision straight and clear so that we can take the right step so we don't show up to another life <laughs> another way of life no but so we don't show up to take the wrong steps so that's uh, that's a great help to have our third eye chakra cleared and then for the last part of the ebook i went to mont saint michel in normandy and worked with archangel michael and there was a beautiful energy and he's so strong and protective but also a bit fiery and that's a great energy to have with us when we are showing up to life to both have this protective energy but also this go get up and go energy so if you are interested in this you can find more information about it in my shop and I will have a link below and if you are listening to this before the 21st of February I have a discount out for this package a discount of 30% so go to my webpage and you can read more about this package there so I thank you so much for joining and I'm feeling really blessed for everyone listening and carrying this energy further out into the world and I see you all like these light um, lighthouses that ignite through these meditations and then bring that light into your surroundings. So it's a beautiful wave of light that is going out and I'm really really thankful for this. And I hope you will have a beautiful fortnight until the next time and the next time there will not be a guest that will be in about a month's time. So have a beautiful two weeks time. Satnam.